Hi, my name is Kate Santangelo. Welcome to the Monmouth Moms podcast, part of the Monmouth Moms Network. Listen in as we bring awareness to the best local resources for growing families in Monmouth County, New Jersey, chat with local moms and mompreneurs, highlight our favorite resources, local spots, restaurants, and more. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mammoth Moms podcast. We are here at Bell Works with our guest today from Prep Coffee, the owner of Prep Coffee in Oldbridge and Red Bank, Valeria Rivera. So nice to have you today. Thanks Good for morning. joining us. Morning. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's a beautiful fall day out in uh, Homedale, New Jersey. This you said this is the first time you've been to Bell Works. It is. It is. It's a nice and chilly day. Yeah, I like um, I like fall days like this. Are you a summer person or a fall person mm, or both? I'm a season-changing person. Okay. So the first month of every season is my favorite. Mm. And then the last month, I'm like ready for the next thing. Yeah. Like okay. I'm constantly like looking to like, you know, redecorate the house right. and like get that like fresh yes. look going. Right. I, so I love the fall now. Yeah. I like it too. And I was mm-hmm. kind of dreading summer being over. I don't know why. I think it was very... It, on our end, it was very chaotic this summer, just a lot happening. And I felt like once I had the time to enjoy it, I was like, don't go. <laughs> but now it's nice because I love that chill and air. And it's just obviously the holidays are coming. It's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, but I don't like the those months. Like I used to say I really hated winter and I don't hate winter. I think I just hate the months where it just drags on and yes. it's in like spring is also basically winter for so long. I hate January through March. Yes. yes. Or even April sometimes, oh, yeah. you know? And you know what? Last June was cold some days. It was. So really, you it's just like endless. It. It's mm-hmm. like half the year is beautiful and half the year is not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really depends, but yeah. it does. It just gets so like, come on, like we want warmer weather or yeah. like, let's see spring. So yeah. anyway, thanks for coming today. Um, you live where? Um, I live in Sayreville. Okay. I just bought a house. So right outside of Monmouth County. Very nice. Um, my husband and I bought a house in May mm-hmm. of last year. Um, sold our house, which was great because mm-hmm. the market was a seller's market. And then we're lucky enough to find the house of our dreams Oh, and are now doing some renovations. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. There is, is that happening still in that Sayreville, like Perth Amboy area where they're doing the, is it called the crossing? No, not the crossing. That's, that's by, um, great adventure. It's like a big project with all the, the ferry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. South Amboy ferry. Right. It's supposed to be launching reasonably soon okay that's exciting so it'll be a great way to get downtown and then they're like renovating a lot of it down there too mm-hmm. and making it more of like a like a downtown district yeah yeah, yeah. it looks really great oh that's a lot so of new cool. businesses a lot of um a lot of real estate okay a lot of apartments wow i know bass pro shop was advertising they were coming yeah and, um some other yeah some other retailers so that's exciting because yeah. it's right here you yeah. know and for me too like i live right in aberdeen so that's like probably a 10 15 minute drive super close even, so. super close um so you live in sayreville mm-hmm. and um and how long have you been there um we just bought a house in may okay so since may and where are you from um, I grew up in Staten Island. Okay. Well, far back. I was born in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and my parents immigrated when I was five. Okay. And I grew up in Staten Island, born and raised. Well, raised, not born. Um, you know, it, it was a different, different, different world than we live in now. And you in don't sound like you're from Staten Island. Well, don't worry. I can put it on. And I can walk and I can talk and I can drink my coffee. And, you know, whenever I get really mad, it just comes out. Um, my husband's whole family is from Staten Island. Yeah. So he even, he grew up, he's lived in Coltsnack since he was seven. Mm-hmm. But he sat, he, he like yeah. you, he can, if he's yeah. like angry or if he's, you know, uh-huh. like yelling at the TV with sports, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. And my best friend still lives there. And, you know, when we get together, my husband's like, stop. You don't sound like this. Like, why are you speaking like this? And so I can't, funny. I can't help it. You hear it and you're just like, yep, this is, this is how words sound. That's so funny. My daughter, until she was about maybe up until recently, sounded like she was from Staten Island, but was born in Red Bank. Oh, so I love that. So funny. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, so, um, yeah. And it was, you know, really, really great 
growing up, I went to Catholic high school. I had a lot of really great friends. I lived in a great house, um, but it was so small. Okay. Like you would go to the supermarket and like you ran into like 10 people you knew. Oh. Like all the time. Right. Or like everybody knew everything about everything. Wow. So when looking at colleges, I was like, I want to go somewhere. Like I want to mm. figure out who I am without worrying so much about what everybody else is like. Right. So I went to Rhode Island. Oh. You were I? Um, no, Johnson & Wales. Oh, yeah. I almost went to that school. Yeah. I went to East Strasburg. I, I hospitality manager, um, major, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was like very few schools that had that major uh-huh. at the time. And uh, this is 2000, like when I was looking in one. Mm-hmm. And it was like Johnson & Wales, Columbia, which I did not have the grades for. <laughs> same, same. Uh, Johnson & Wales, Delaware. Del, yep. And uh, I, yeah, that, those were the four I knew of. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's and Drexel. Yes, yes. And Drexel, yeah. So I ended up in Rhode Island, and okay. I was like, this is beautiful. Like, you know, it's small, and it's still a city, though. So it, it was exactly what I was looking for. Loved it. Loved every minute of being in Providence and, you know, going to Newport on the weekends. You, oh, my gosh. I love Newport. Yeah. My yeah, uncle loves a house in um, Jamestown. So, oh, it's so you know, beautiful. we've been there a few times, and it's just – it's so much fun. It's yeah. such a great, great town. Yeah. And love it's it. so – like, the restaurants are great. You know, there's a lot of, like, little antique shops everywhere. So – Loved everything about that. Um, and, you know, my I remember driving up to college and I was like, I wonder who I'm going to marry and where we're going to live for the rest of our life. Like, like maybe we'll live in Chicago. Like, you know, the world was my oyster. And yes. I was like, I'm going to go anywhere. A couple weeks later, I met my husband. He's from New Jersey. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so I didn't make it very far. That is so funny. This no. is a theme on the podcast uh, recently. There's um, a few moms that have been on that met their husbands in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I was I was going far. I was like, I'm going to go wherever. Like, okay. Maybe not as far as California, but like I was open for anything. Right. And then here so comes what was Prince he, Charming. What was he going to Johnson & Wales for? Culinary. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that the path he chose? Yes. Okay. Um, he pursued a career in culinary arts. Okay. He worked for a lot of uh, Michelin star restaurants in New York. Wow. Um, we moved to D.C. He did a lot of work for Top Chef restaurateurs. Okay. Um, so that was a little bit of a different aspect of life. Yeah. Um, and then when it came time to settle down and consider buying a house and having a family, um, you know, we moved back to Jersey. Right. He went the corporate route. And I've always been corporate. I've always worked for large companies. Okay. Um, and we were just, you know, living our best life. Right. You know, just bought a house, didn't have any kids yet. We're traveling. Everything was great. And because you both lit, worked in a more corporate environment in the hospitality world, it allowed mm-hmm. you to you got, have, have a bit time. more time off yeah. and probably obviously, you know, benefits. Yeah. And, you know, I don't yeah. have to tell you what it's like to live in that. And, you know, yeah. the, um, you know, working in kitchens and, and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, um, jumping around from different place to different place mm-hmm. and that, that whole world too. It's, yeah. you're committed to it. It's, yeah. it's, it's becomes your, you it's know, your whole life. You live and breathe it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When you get the two of us together and, you know, we really start talking about our relationship. We talk about how for the first seven years of our marriage, we focused on our careers. Right. We focused on figuring out who we were individually while still being together, which is just not the best recipe for a marriage. Okay. Because you put everything else before your marriage mm-hmm. and you back burner your marriage and you're like, well, I'll get to you. I'll get to you type of thing. Right. Um, and then when we finally had this time and we were like, okay, like we bought this house. We live here together. Like we have nowhere to go because we're not as busy in the working world as we used to be. Um, that's when we really got to know each other Interesting. and kind of, you know, fall in love with each other all over again. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and it yeah. didn't tear you apart, which, you know, and a lot of instances could happen too. Yeah. So good news was we still liked each other years <laughs> later. Um, and you know what? I was lucky that I had a partner who was kind of doing the same thing at the same time. So you understood the yes. the, the life, you know, that it, what what's involved, what's expected of you, mm-hmm. you know, the mentality of that, yes. just like, you know, what do you mean you need Thanksgiving off? <laughs> yeah, no, there was no such thing. You, no. you were working no. and- you know, our families had to kind of realize that, like, sometimes we were celebrating Christmas on, like, January 3rd. Yep. 
my poor brother-in-law, he's 13 years younger. And I remember one year he went back to school and still hadn't opened up his Christmas presents oh because we hadn't celebrated yet. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story now, but, yeah. you know, it just kind of comes to show how crazy the hospitality field can oh be. Oh, my gosh. And it's, just take over. I remember um, – so my son, uh, I was a single mom for uh, – until he was about nine. Um, and – when he was in kindergarten, I was managing a restaurant up in the Bernardsville area. And I remember I had Tuesdays off. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the restaurant at the time, you know, he'd like he had this mentality like he was giving doing me a favor by giving me yeah. the day off, you know, to see my son. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I would um I would walk him to the to the bus stop and I, you know, he'd get off the bus and I would like I would hold him, right? Like I would pick him up and stuff, yeah. and the neighbors would be like you know, you, you're not going to be able to hold him for that much longer. And I'm like, <laughs> I just felt so guilty because yeah. I didn't get to see him, you know. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, I um, I was working and my mom brought, you know, we all they all had dinner at the restaurant, mm-hmm. right, to, mm-hmm. to see me, which kind of happened a lot. But, um, yeah. But you you get burnt out, and from that life, it's it's a lot. So and you don't realize it's happening, right? You think like this is normal, and you think you're part of. I mean, I don't know. From my experience, and it's very it's a cultural thing. But yeah. you, you feel like you're part of something, and you yeah, are, right? You are, yeah. Um, I mean, some of the best times of my life were mm-hmm. like working in in those restaurants and the mm-hmm. people you meet, and you know, chefs coming from all over the yeah. you know the world to to work in kitchens. And those like, relationships are unmatchable. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's you know I always used to say I love the hospitality industry because everyone has to eat, right? So you're just like having conversations with every walk of life. And, you know, there's so many just incredible things and people that, you know, you come across. So that's why I loved, always loved it. Still do. (laughs) Still do. Yeah. Um, But, you know, as, you know, things started to change a little bit, we had our first son, well, our only son. Um, we have one child. So that was 2019. Okay. And he was born. And I remember I went into labor about a month early. And I was, like, getting ready for work. Uh-huh. It was Monday morning. And, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to work. And my parents at that month happened to be living with us because they were renovating something in their house. Okay. So – I was like, I just don't feel right. Something's weird. And I wake my husband up and I'm like, I don't know. Something something feels weird. And he's like, well, go ask your mom. She's right downstairs. And I go and I'm like – and I tell her, you know, how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no idea. I, I, right. I have zero idea. Like, it's a month early. Like, I have no idea what's happening. So she's like, um, I think you need to go to the hospital. <sighs> she's like, I, don't, I wouldn't worry, but, like, I think you need to go to the hospital and, like, right. pack your things. Like, well, they were already packed, but she's like, take your stuff with you. Right. And I was like, no. Like, I have to go to work today. Like – here I am packing my work clothes. I'm literally in labor and I'm packing my work clothes because I'm convinced I'm going to work. Today. Just in case you leave the hospital and go straight to work. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what a lunatic. I know. So lo and behold, my husband and I drive to the hospital and um, I was delivering up in Livingston. Okay. And the doctor's like, yeah, you're in labor. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm in labor? Like, I'm not, I have things to do today. Mm-hmm. And he's like, stop. You're in labor. <laughs> you need so. to sit down. Yeah. And you need to just put the phone down. Right. And you know what? It didn't even seem weird to me. I swore this was normal. Right. And then I could have had a four month maternity leave, but three months in, I was like, you know, I, I have to go back. Mm-hmm. What if, what if, what if they need me? What if they forget me? What if? Yeah. It was just this like crazy, crazy thought. And I, I did. I went back after three months. Wow. And, you know, my family was great. They helped with my son and my mm-hmm. husband had different days off. So it all worked out. But it wasn't until COVID a couple months later that I was home that I realized what I really gave up and what I really was sacrificing. Right. Because all of a sudden I was forced to be home mm-hmm. because there was nowhere to go. Right. And, you know, every company kind of furloughed all of their employees. I see. And, you know, you don't blame them because, of course, they had to. But at the same time, it's like, well, I sacrificed my maternity leave, but now you didn't really need me. Right. So where were my priorities? Yeah. Big life-changing event for me. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you sacrifice and you feel like you are giving, you know, every last, you know, blood, sweat, and tears in, into mm-hmm. companies. And I believe me, I've been there and they don't always, you know, treat you yeah. the same way. You might meet people that, you know, are genuine 
you know, they'll guide you throughout your Mm -hmm. life and kind of be really instrumental into like mentoring you. Right. And those are kind of like the key, you know, the people that you, you know, will kind of build your career. It's been my experience anyway, but outside of that, you know, the, the companies generally, you know, generally speaking will, you know, chew you up a lot of the time. So, and you know, what? I can't even, I, I worked for a great company that I loved, you know, to this day, I still work there in a different department, but, um, and, you know, they've been really, really good to me. But at the end of the day, like, I will never forget that when my son was born, I felt like I had to go back to work. Right. Nobody made me. Right. It was just a total, like, that was the world. Yes. And that was the environment. And Do you think it's shifted since then? Yes. It has. Oh, my gosh. Well, so much. And just, like, across the board, not yes. just your mentality. Okay. Huge. I think companies have taken a lot of really great steps in the right direction of, like, hybrid work, you know, a work from home day at least once a week. Um, Are most people not back to in person full time? No, I think most people are back, at least in the in the world that I kind of. But they're more in. hybrid or they are. No. Just in general, working from home is more appropriate now. Okay. So, for example, um, the department that I worked in, you really didn't work from home unless like you had medical clearance or like there was like a real reason for it mm-hmm. versus now it's an expectation that everyone works from home one day a week or they're working four day weeks, slightly extended hours. I see. So, you know, you're doing the same amount of hours, but mm-hmm. you could do it in four days. Okay. Or you do one day from home. I see. Which like, that's great. It's not having to commute one day a week is, I think, massive for people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and just having that, like, just a little less stressful, yeah. right, for the week. Yeah, like, you don't have to run like a crazy person that day. Yes, Like, think, think about what it's like to get your kids ready for her school. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember pulling up to the daycare at 6.30 at night, you know, the dead of winter, yeah, yeah. you know, still needing to make dinner and yeah. do the baths and all of that. And it's, it's a yeah. lot. It's, it's definitely a lot. It's a crazy balancing act. It is. And you know what? You... You can't help but feel bad all the time because you're either sacrificing being a mom, sacrificing being a daughter because, you know, our parents need us more now. Yes. And they want us around. You feel guilty if you can't spend the time. And then you feel guilty for wanting to just have time on a weekend where you're just being, you know, existing. And yeah, I I understand. And I, you know, I try to sign up for like all these things with my son, like, you know, whatever the seasonal thing is happening in uh-huh. Monmouth because there's just so many great things yeah. that this area does. And it's part of the reason why I love New Jersey. It's like for, you know, during the summer, there's a lot of outdoor events. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Bank in particular has like a whole day where broad streets closed and like the surrounding streets are closed and it's like vendors and DJs and like just, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, or like all the Halloween events that were happening, the Christmas events, just in general. So, you know, I'm, famous for signing up for something every weekend and then I get to there and I'm like oh god I just I'm so tired yeah but you still go you still show up for your kid right and then you still show up for your your significant other right and then your parents and then at work and then you know you own a business yes and then my team calls me regularly with like you know whatever the questions are uh-huh. um and then by the end of it you're like what do I do right and you you really have to make sure that you find time to know who you are. Yeah. So tell me, so you're home um, during COVID and mm-hmm. you have kind of this pivotal moment where you feel like, you know, you you are making, you, you want to make different choices with how you spend your time. Yep. So what happened then? So, well, okay. So it was a little bit of a an unknown territory because if you worked in food and beverage at the start of COVID – there were thoughts that, like, food and beverage was not coming back, period. Mm-hmm. It was never going to be the same world. The business was never going to come back. And you, as a hospitality professional, you were kind of like, oh, no. Like, do I not have a job anymore? Like, what's going to happen? Right. So my husband and I started talking about, what are we going to do? Like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. My backup plan was always, like, to be a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. I don't know why that was my backup plan, but like, what a terrible backup plan. That was mine too. I think it might still be. Yeah. Like, well, I got to almost bartend. Yeah. Like, whatever. Worst comes to worst, like, I can just go bartend, like, you know, make a couple hundred dollars a night and like call it a day. We'll be fine. Because that'll keep us surviving. (laughs) So we spend at the grocery store. I know. What was I thinking? So my husband's like, 
how can we give back? What can we do? Um, and then that's the other part of it. Like you're so inspired by like all these nurses working and doctors and um, all of these professionals who continue to work during COVID and we're just constantly giving back that we wanted to do more. Right. The only thing we know is hospitality. We only know how to feed people. That's right. it. <laughs> so um, initially what we started doing was meal prep for nurses, just oh. people people in our community. Uh-huh. Um, you know, someone would come in, call us and be like, hey, like, you know, my daughter's a nurse. Like, she's not really eating with us. She's living in the basement. Can you make up some meals? Oh, wow. One person led to 10 people, led to 100 people. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, there are 300 meals in my kitchen every week. And I'm like, what is happening? Wow. Where are we? Why does it feel like it's Thanksgiving every week? And it was a (laughs) full-time job now. Yeah. So we started exploring the idea of getting a storefront. Okay. But you don't really want meal prep as a storefront. You want a storefront and then do meal prep in the back so that you're making money from your storefront. You Mm -hmm. don't really – you wouldn't go into a place and, like, buy meals. Right. But you would go into a place and buy coffee. Okay. So that was the idea. Let's just, you know, put some coffee in the front, get some pastries, do a couple breakfast sandwiches, and then we'll do meal prep in the back. Okay. So we opened up our first coffee shop in Old Bridge in 2020. Mm-hmm. We're in 22? Yep. So 20, 2021. We opened up our first coffee shop. Okay. And we were blown away. And this is prep coffee. This was prep okay. coffee. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we're still doing meal prep weekly. Mm-hmm but also trying to run a coffee shop. And the coffee shop is just surpassing any expectations we had. Oh, interesting. Because Old Bridge was in such of a need of a community environment and, you know, great coffee, great food, great company. Mm-hmm. And people were just lining up. Our first weekend we were open, we ran out of product and had to close on that Monday. Wow. And, you know, what a silly rookie mistake because it's like, how do you run out of product? But what a good <laughs> problem to have at the same time. Good problem, yeah. So how did yeah. you – you had relationships with suppliers. Like how did you know which coffee to source? How did – like obviously your background is in hospitality. Yep. But did you have um, in mind like different suppliers that you would work with? And um, We did. Okay. Um, my husband had some history with a coffee shop in his corporate office. Um, he went through a couple different suppliers. And we serve Intelli Coffee, Intelligentsia Coffee. Okay. Um, my husband worked with them previously. And just had, you know, a, a good relationship. He was like, I really like the people. I think the coffee's great. Let's just go check it out. Let's go meet them. Mm-hmm. So they just happened to be one of the uh, coffee suppliers we were meeting with. Okay. And um, it was in their New York location. They have this, like, really cool hotel where they have, like, a – it's like a, a London bus, like a, a big red bus. Uh-huh. And that's our coffee shop. And I just – I remember loving the environment. I loved the rep that we met with. Um and she was just very like she was she believed in what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And here I'm sitting and I'm like, this lady's crazy. Like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, why is she why does she believe us? Like, why does she believe in us? So we went with that coffee company okay. and they've been really great to us. Oh. Um, that's yep, yeah, that relationship is strong and continues and we love the coffee. Yeah. Ultimately that's what it is. But their their people skills and their constant you know, they're always like, hey, what do you need? How can we help? Do you want us to come out and do more trainings? Have you hired some new people? Things like that. Oh. Goes yeah, a long way. That's Yeah, it goes a long way for mm-hmm. sure. So you run out of product and did you change kind of the business model at that point? We did. Okay. We had to, you know, think a little bit differently and focus on the front a little bit more. So, you know, people are coming. We're working. Coffee's brewing. At this point, my husband and I are both there. We'd never worked together. We've spent our entire careers trying not to work together. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm, like, ready to kill him. And he's ready to kill me. And he's like, why are you in my way? And I'm like, why are you in my way? Oh, funny. Because we had never worked together. Um, and, you know, it just started to fall into place. And, you know, day after day, it was great. And we were meeting all these people in the community who were just so grateful okay. to have a place to go. Because after COVID, you didn't have anywhere to go. Right. Most places are still closed. Mm-hmm. You couldn't sit down. You know, let's not forget, like, all the tables had, like, please don't sit here, please don't touch anything signs everywhere. Sure. So I think a warm smile and a great cup of coffee really went a long way for people. Wow. And so you started start focusing more on the coffee. Do you have yep. um, food or pastries or what else do you we serve? We do, yep. We serve breakfast and lunch. Um, we're open until 4 o'clock during okay. the week. So there's, like, that, like, slight brunch overlap. Um 
full kitchen. You know, it's the food's great. Okay. My husband does a really great job of making sure of that. His expectations are pretty high. Right. Um, and, you know, meal prep just – we didn't have time for it anymore. Okay. So we had to kind of call it quits probably six months ago. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Contact all of our regular clients and be like, listen, I'm sorry. Like, cost of food is high and yeah. – you know, this just this isn't working anymore, mm-hmm. and they've forgiven us. All, <laughs> almost all of them have forgiven us. Aww. They all come into the coffee shop now. And then uh, about six months ago, we opened up our second location in Red Bank. Yeah, so I've been there. It's uh, over the summer. We we stopped in my daughter and I, and really great. Really love the aesthetic, and it just yeah. has a very cool vibe and great coffee. Um, I have to come back and and uh, grab a bite to eat too. Yeah. So I love those open doors in the front. Yes. They're so welcoming. Yes. Beautiful. And mm-hmm. obviously a great location in downtown Red Bank. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so uh, what has that been like in terms of the um, inflation costs and just, uh, you know, is it is it getting any better? Do you see? No. no. Okay. No. Originally, it was a product supply challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually it turned into prices are just insane. You know, food costs, 20% was a, a reasonable food cost. Mm-hmm. That was your minimal expectation. Now food costs are running you anywhere from 30 to 40. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, how do you explain charging $16 for an egg and cheese? You can't. Right. But ultimately that's what you would have to, to maintain that low food cost. Mm. So, you know, it's, we're figuring it out. Right. But I would imagine too, that families and or just, you know, people in general are still frequenting places like prep um, and getting a bite to eat where it's, you know, it might cost them, you know, under $20 to get, you know, a cup of coffees and, and yeah. you know, a little bite to eat rather than going to, you know, they, they might be cutting back on going to mm-hmm. a really nice expensive meal that they were doing maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah. But, they're, you know, people still want to, you know, feel like they're enjoying themselves a yeah. bit and living. So I, yeah. I I'd imagine that, you know, it's not really impacting your business much. Um, No. We, we continue to see new people all the time right. because, you know, the word gets out and some of the best marketing techniques that we've had are word of mouth, as crazy as that is, because you trust the people who tell you to go somewhere. Right. You trust your friends. Yes. You trust your family. You trust your mom. You know, your sister comes home and she's like, you got to go there. Guess what? You're going to go there. Right, right. So, you know, for us, it's been very organic from the very beginning, and we build relationships and we try to talk to people. We get everyone's name, not because, well, yes, partially because when it's busy, you want to make sure that the right person gets the right drink. Mm -hmm. But more than that, I want to know your name. I want people to remember our guest names, Mm -hmm. and I want the baristas to have those interactions with our guests Mm. because at the end of the day, you know, they're not customers to us, they're guests. Right. Because that was the whole idea behind opening a business when you're a hospitality professional. We wanted to host people and we wanted it to feel like that all the time. That's so nice. So um, I was looking a bit on your Instagram yesterday. Um, you host events there too. We do, yeah. Just in Old Bridge or Red Bank too? Um, both. Okay. So Red Bank does some really great open mic events throughout the month. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Old Bridge, we've started doing a monthly event. Like we did a latte class last month. Um, You know, we do some food. You get to hang out with your friends, make some lattes. That's fun. It's probably a good spot for moms to gather too. Yeah. Okay. That's what we found. We had like, you know, a couple couples and then a table of like these five moms who came in with their three bottles of wine and just – chatted the whole time and got to connect and felt great and then went home at, you know, 930 to put their kids to bed. <laughs> and brunching it up. Or, yeah. not, or in the evening, I see. I yeah. See what so it was great. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And then we're doing a, um, a sip and paint. We partnered with a local tattoo shop, mm-hmm. um, Chakra Tattoos over in Old Bridge. They are incredible. Okay. Um, so we're doing a sip and paint with them. So it'll be like a like a painting class. You're, you're talked through the whole time. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we'll do some Prosecco and some food and you just get to hang out. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Definitely up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your son has grown up now in the, in the midst of this, um, this business growing and what's that been like? It is a family business. Yeah. You know, I had to regularly bring him in because Bristol will call out or something will happen and, I have a really great support system. I have really great parents and my in-laws. And But in a last-minute pinch when, like, 
I tell him that we're going to do something on a Saturday, I can't just go drop him off somewhere because then he's he gets upset. Yeah. He cries. Right. So I'm like, okay, just come with me. We'll run to the coffee shop. I'll do what I have to do and then mm-hmm. we'll go. So you come in and like on the weekends, you'll regularly see my son like sitting in the corner. And then what I found is, especially recently because he's three, so like he's a little bit more social. Uh-huh. So other guests will come in with their kids and then he'll be watching something on my phone or playing some kind of game. And they start sitting together and they start playing together. So then those people are staying longer because our kids are kind of playing and then they're kind of like watching your kid. It's small business. Like I can't even tell you. Yeah, I get it. Nice little uh, built-in babysitting kind of family you have there. (laughs) You just just do it. You you figure it out. You just figure it out. But I think too, you know, I mean, he's learning now. He doesn't really know, you know, really what's happening. But when, you know, when he's older, he'll really, you know, admire and and appreciate, you know. He'll be working there. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. He already sweeps. He already knows how to like, you know, do like little things. Right. Like um, if my husband's in the front or in the kitchen, he'll be like, hey, Nikki, can you go grab me this? And he'll be like, okay. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. (laughs) It's not child labor. We don't pay him. (laughs) We don't pay him. Um, But, you know, it teaches him that work ethic, the same work ethic that I think my husband and I learned at a very young age coming from immigrant parents. Right. That you kind of, if you... If you want to get somewhere and you want to do something, you have to work. You got to hustle. You have to hustle. No one's going to do it for you. No one. No one's going to be as passionate about your business as you. No. And you know, you just have to put the. Everyone thinks like, oh, you know, or they think the grass is greener, or oh, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen overnight. And you just have to put the hours in. I think that's like yeah. the missing piece. A lot of people think that it's just like you know they are so envious of other people's lives, yeah. but it's not like it's glamour. <laughs> no. And consistency. You have to be consistent. Yes. You know, it's hard to have someone come in and give you feedback, or at least initially it would be hard for me to hear feedback that I didn't like or I didn't agree with or it wasn't – it was negative. Right. Um, because I would be very quick to want to change what we do immediately. Mm. And then I really had to take a step back and be like, okay – Let's listen to the feedback. Let's really understand what that feedback was about. So, you know, if somebody's like, oh, I didn't like this because of this, this, and this. Okay, well, let's let's go back to this dish and mm-hmm. figure out why you didn't like it. Right. But sometimes it's really just because that person didn't like it. Exactly. And it's one person's opinion. Yes. You know, and you can't – you're not, not – you're not for everyone, right? No. So um, – But it's hard not to just, you know, want immediate – change and be like, okay, let's just change this right now, right mm. right away. Let's take this dish off. And my husband would be like, stop. 400 people have ordered this dish and have liked it. One did not. Right. Y- you have to look at that. Yes. So for me, that was a very big learning curve. Learning curve. Interesting. So your husband is there full time? Right? Yes. Okay. So he's managing both kitchens and yep. kind of overseeing the day to day. Yep. He's depending on the need of the location. Ideally, he would be in both, you know, an equal amount of time. But mm-hmm. it seems like with two, and I, I imagine this is what it's like to have two kids, one is always in more need than the other. Mm. And then when the other one kind of starts going into cruise control, the first one starts needing something more. Interesting. Okay. So that's that's what it's been like to have two coffee shops. Oh, wow. So when you are not working and you can spend the day with your son and your husband, ideally, what is your favorite thing to do in Mama County? I love all of the local events. Okay. I just – I love that there's always something going on and yep. you can like – like I go on your website all the time. And Thank I'm you. like, okay, like what what is there to do? Uh-huh. Because it's kid-friendly. It's mom-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've, I've just had so many great suggestions from Googling something about like what to do in Monmouth County or, right. you know, go on your website or just advertisements. Right. Um, and I love that. It's always something different. There's always like fairs, festivals, mm-hmm. you know, community events, mm-hmm. um, ways to get back, you know, yeah. like five K's, all yeah. of it. And even like the races, you know, you don't have to participate, but there's like stuff to do for kids there. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, I agree. And there's- like every town day, like I swear, I think I've been to every town day this year <laughs> between like Aberdeen day, Matterhorn day, like just in general, every town does one. Right. And it's so great because the kids love it. Yes. And, you know, I have a couple girlfriends in the area who we all get together. The husbands are friends. The wives are friends. The kids are friends. We're all friends as a group. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky. This is like the, the the support system that I could have never even asked for because it's just so, so, so important in my life. Okay. Um, but, you know, like we'll, we'll all get together and like take the kids somewhere. And you're not a mom all the time mm-hmm. because part of that 
excursion or adventure is you're hanging out with your girlfriends. Yes. Which is a great balance for me. Yeah. That's what I've always hoped to achieve with the events that we have with Mammoth Moms. It's, you know, because I've been a mom for almost 19 years. Yeah. And when my son was little, I don't necessarily think there were as many events. And there were, if where there were, they were really geared towards just for like kids. Yeah. And it was kind of boring, yeah. really, you know, because yes, like you want your kids to have a good time, but at the same time, you don't want to be like looking at your watch the whole time. Right. Like, you know, like, okay, when can we go home? Yeah. So I've really tried to, you know, incorporate things that are fun for moms, whether that be like little, you know, maybe boutiques where you can like pick up a sweater that you like yeah. or coffee or, um, you know, or, or great, like, you know, local food or just like, you know, mm-hmm. just certain little things, uh, med spas that come and do like even mini facials and, I love you that. know, so just like fun things where it's like a treat for everyone and yeah. the whole family and experience. Because that's what it should be. Right, right. It should be a fun time for the family. Right. Not the kids. Yes. Versus I've also seen, um, you know, sometimes we'll be out to dinner and it's like the adults are out and then these, the kids are sitting on their iPads. Like that's not fun for the kids. Right, right. So it's it's a great balance for both. Yes. I found, I carry these, uh, not that I'm not guilty of letting my daughter have her iPad, but <laughs> same. Um, I carry the, um, I, f- I forget what they're called, but they're like these little like uh, wiggly things and you like create different, you know what I'm talking yep, about? Yep, um, yeah. They have them at some restaurants and yep. if they don't, I like keep them in my purse. They're like fidget type yeah, of things like something and, to do with your hands yeah and you like she creates like different like little houses mm-hmm. and this and that and stuff like that if she's like not into coloring but, yeah um but yeah like that is a huge if anyone is listening that's like a huge opportunity like figure out a cost-effective way to mm-hmm. sell to restaurants like things for stuff for kids to do in restaurants because yes. that would be people i know parents would go there just because of that <laughs> wait no okay so when we first opened our old bridge location it's funny you say that the old bridge um SEPTA program, Mm -hmm. we did some events with them and they came in with a basket of all like different toys for kids. I kid you not, this is the most popular item in our store because we, you know, whenever there's a kid somewhere in the coffee shop and they're kind of getting antsy or Mm -hmm. they're running around, we bust out this basket that has like, you know, a a Ziploc bag of Legos, some like little dominoes, like just little trinkets. Really? Yep. This kid is entertained for hours. Yes. It is brilliant. And how many restaurants do you know, you know, can you name off the top of your head that your son asks to go to because they have like, you know, my daughter calls the, the, the diner in Middletown, um, the the toy diner yeah, because they they give a free toy at the end of the experience or, um, you know, there, there's a bunch where she knows, she knows like which, she even knows like which wine shops give out lollipops, which is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. She's like, I like that one. I'm like, this, you shouldn't even really know that. <laughs> but, you know. It is what it is. It is Mommy it needs is. to have fun too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love that. I think that's great. And what are, I always love to ask this question, what are your favorite local restaurants, obviously, out, uh, other than your own? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my God. There's so many great restaurants. Um, I can't, I, I don't even think I can answer that, honestly. <laughs> we really go out of our way to try not to go to the same restaurant more than once. Okay. Because although we love it, um, when I want to support small businesses mm-hmm. as much as I can because I think it comes full circle. Right. Um, and two, I think that there's so many places that are underrated mm. and you don't realize that they're great until you go. Right. And then that's kind of that word of mouth that I really believe in because when I go someplace that's really great, I tell everybody. Right. Like I will talk about it for the entire week. Like I'm like, where do you live? Oh, that's not too far. You should go here. You should go there. Um, and you know, it's this is such a big area. Like we go to restaurants in Marlboro, we go to restaurants in Red Bank. Mm-hmm. Like we love Red Bank. Um, because there's so many restaurants. So many. And people will be like, well, I want to get you a gift card. Like, where should I get it to? And I'm like, I don't any any place. I any don't place. care. Someplace I haven't been, preferably. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah. And there's always new places opening and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could talk about it for hours, yeah. but yeah, I love, yeah. I love trying new places. Um, Liv, um, I'm sorry, Liv, Emma from Live Like a Unicorn was on our podcast recently and she, she said to her husband, um, is going out to eat and uh, having cocktails like a hobby? Cause I think yeah, that's my hobby. That's my hobby. <laughs> I yes. think that's my hobby too. <laughs> yes. Like so. I, love cocktails i love when they're pretty and colorful and yeah. sparkly and just it's just a fun it's a fun yes. experience you know mm-hmm. there's nothing better than like sitting down with friends or your husband or mm-hmm. family and just catching up and yeah. enjoying a, you know a, a good experience with food and and you know cocktails yeah. or wine that's like it is it's my yeah. favorite thing to do so yeah do you like to cook 
I don't. And I don't have the passion or the love for it. Okay. Which is, I think, a huge thing that you need. My husband is a fantastic chef because he has the love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I technically, like, over the years, like, we've been together 12 years, like, I know how to cook everything. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you exactly what it is. Like, I can explain to you why a roux is a roux, why you need it. Continue, continue, continue. But when I have to cook something, it just doesn't taste good. Yeah. It doesn't come out the same way because I don't love it. My mom loves to cook. Okay. Loves it. Like, she she thrives. She could cook all day. And, like, we'll come home and she's like, do you like it? Like, do you love it? I'm like, yeah, it's good. But what I don't realize is she spent six hours cooking this meal for us. Right. And, like – you just couldn't even wrap yeah. your head around it, right? Yes, I, I just can't even understand. So you and your husband really, in the you know, in the hospitality world, and this might not translate to to those listening, but you're like authentically front of the house, and he's yes. very much back of yes. the house. So I'd like to a T. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We've had to step into each other's shoes because you know the other one's not there, or mm-hmm. it is what it is, or especially with two locations, it's like. Um, you know, you have to know how yeah. to do it. Yeah, you, you just do. There were a few positions um, when I was much younger that I was offered to manage. You know, obviously front of the house, and but the expectation was you would need to jump on the line if needed, and yeah. that freaked me out. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just the tickets. Like I, I was I, like, no, I don't. I can't even make eggs. No, that ticket machine when it starts ticking, I'm like, I have anxiety. Like I'm right. like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. there's four orders. What are we gonna do? Yes, no, no, thank Three you. Three of them are a bagel, but still, like. It's right. just, it's too much for me. I, I can't do it. So do you, I always love to ask like what your day is like, and I know it's probably not always the same and it's obviously not uniform each day. So your husband, do you bring home food from the places? Like what does dinner look like for you guys? Um, my parents live about a half mile away from us. Okay. So they are a gigantic support system to us. Um, you know, like I said, my mom loves to cook. Mm-hmm. So very often we find ourselves kind of just being like, well, what's mom making? Like, let's go there. Because I want my son to grow up in a home where it doesn't mean you can't have takeout, but I want you to sit down for dinner. Yeah. So for me, it's been important to, like, I'll give him an iPad in the restaurant, but mm-hmm. when we're at home, you know, no cell phones, no iPads, let's try to have some kind of conversation. Sure. Um, it's hard because he's three. Mm-hmm. His attention span is small, but luckily he eats quickly. Um, so we try to do home cooked food at least five days a week. Okay. Um, you know, but we also love to support our local takeout yeah. places because life gets crazy and right. you, you can't set these expectations for yourself. Where or feel guilty if you don't cook. Like, you know, there's some weeks where I, it ends up that I don't cook at all. Yes. And then I have that guilt and it's like, I'm going to be good this week and yeah. cook. But why, why was that even but good? You're, but then you're, you're know killing I mean? yourself because you're yes. so like, you know, you're running back and forth. And I'm, I work in the city um, four days a week and I work one day from home. So those four days, I don't get back home until I pick my son up from preschool at six Mm -hmm. so if there's not food already at home like what time are we eating right eight like no it's 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 bath time bedtime right um so my husband's really great he will cook as often as he can Mm -hmm. um you know we go to my parents and then we'll do leftovers we'll do some takeout um every probably once a week my husband will get this like will to really want to cook something which is a real treat for us because we get to just take advantage of what he wants to do. It's exciting. Um, like he'll make pasta from scratch or I he'll stew that. something for hours. And he does it because he wants to, not because he had to. Mm-hmm. Because if you set that expectation every day, well, we're not those parents. Right. We don't have that time. Right, right. Yeah. So it's a big one for me. That's interesting. I think um, – like they say, you know, obviously different phases of your life and, you know, like maybe one day you would, you know, maybe be more interested in cooking. I could not cook. Um, I think my husband will actually, he does say, um, the first couple of years of our marriage that he would like choke down meals. And it was like, it was a, it was an absolute disaster. And I was very like, you know, I, I was working all the time yeah. and like, like you getting, you know, yeah. to the daycare at six thirty and stuff. So it became, it was a chore cooking and yep. I hated it because, you know, dinner yes. time was always, you know, the crying and this, yeah. and my son's very mm-hmm. picky. So those years were always like challenging. Yeah. Um, 
but now I work from home entirely. So I, I kind of almost look forward to it. So yeah. it's actually, it's changed a bit where I'm teaching myself recipes and like mastered a few and stuff like that. And I watch Ina, I you know, aspire on the, to yes. that. <laughs> I'll watch Ina like on the side. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I think I could do that. You know, cause a lot of it is like, just if you follow a recipe exactly, yep. Yep. You, you, you know, it. yep. it's not foolproof, but at the same time, yep. it depends on what it is. Yep. Like I'm not making beef organion, but, <laughs> but I might try. Yeah. I, I might think about it. You know what I always wanted to try? And I think, I think I will eventually. Um, those Hello Fresh meals, yes. where those they get delivered to or your door, and it's like, I don't even yeah. know if it's around anymore. But yes, uh, I, uh-huh. I hope so because I keep saying I'm going to try it. I think Hello um, Fresh is. I don't see any average, Blue Apron yeah, boxes. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, they they make it seem like it's so easy. Yes. Like, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I could do this maybe. Yes. Maybe I could put together some quick ramen. Right. You know, at the end of the day and. I'm a big fan of the also like the local grab and goes too. Yes. Like I'll pick stuff up from Labodies or yeah. Blanc Chalet. I love if I'm yeah. in that area. I'm not often there, but yeah. like when I am, I always try to Labodies is just amazing. grab Labodies is the best. They, oh, they really are. God. Yeah. Just they even just, just the like just the mozzarella is just unbelievable. Yes. yes. And <laughs> so the, they're a small business. So yes. Love that. Yes. So multiple Monmouth County locations, big mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sickles Market too. Yep. I love. I'm going to be there later. So I'm going to pick up some stuff for dinner. That's my plan. <laughs> I think I might be coming around. So, um, you made this, you know, incredible decision to start, uh, a, you know, a small business during COVID, you and your husband, your family, it's growing, you know, really things that are exciting. What is ahead for you this year? What are your plans? Um, so Red Bank next year or the next year. Our Red Bank location has been open, uh, six months now. Okay. Um, three of which were the summer. Mm -hmm. So Red Bank in the summer is very different than Red Bank during the year. Right. Because um, you don't have the, the schools there, and it's just a totally different clientele. Um, so a big goal for me is establishing Red Bank to where Old Bridge is, or okay. where I think it is, where it kind of just – you know the people coming in. You know who's going to come in every day. You can predict the sales. You can predict it based on weather, based on holidays, just based on things. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate not knowing. So being new for mm-hmm. me is really hard. Okay. Like being the new – the new anything, mm-hmm. the new kid in school, the new business on the block. Like, I just, I want to know. I want to predict. I want to have data. Big thing for me. Okay. Um, And then ultimately, the world is our oyster. Yeah. We'll see. We're very open to opportunities and meeting people and just, you know, this whole thing has kind of started, and I don't want to say on a whim. Right. But because we were open to opportunities, and I want to continue that. Right. And see where it takes us. Did you think that you would be a business owner like 10 years ago? No. no. Okay. I would never want this. And ever. did it scare you? Yes. It still terrifies it me. It still terrifies Every you. Every day I wake up and I'm like, today's the day nobody's going to come. Okay. Like, we're not going to be able to pay our bills because nobody's going to come. Yeah. And, you know, thank God that hasn't happened. But I think owning a business is the bravest thing anybody can do. Right. Or the craziest. I don't know yet. Um, I was on the podcast with Ryan Robbins. It's called Fireside America. Mm-hmm. He's a... Um, a uh, local guy in, in Point Pleasant and just great podcast, by the way. And we talked about like a switch going off where I made the decision to leave my corporate role in during COVID um, to, to pursue mom with moms full time. And years, I obviously had a background in hospitality, you know, in my twenties, I would always say, oh, I want to open a restaurant. And my husband, I think very, you know, not in a mean way, even though I took it to, for him to be mean at the time, he said, Kate, you know, you're never going to do that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, why would you say that to me? You're the worst. How dare um, you? But he was like, all you do is talk about it. You're not making any, you know, you're not, yep. you're not taking steps to actually open a restaurant. All you do is talk about it. Like you're, yeah. you know, what are you going to do it when you're 60? Yeah. Um, and I think I was still mad for like a week after I said, but once he actually had his, you know, like time to process what he meant, he was right. Right. Um, and I think in my, you know, um, uh, I was also at another event at Oak Hill Farms and um, Carla is the owner there and she was talking about, and and, yeah, it's great in Homedale, New Jersey. And she was talking about she similar situation. They had opened the barn, opened the business, and during COVID, mm-hmm. and she was still working full time. I think she worked in sales, and she was uh, on a panel. It was like a networking event that we went to that evening at the farm. And this is while I was still working my corporate role. And they were she was talking about that decision, right, to uh-huh. to, to do this full time and stuff. And I remember thinking, God, I wish I could do that. But also in my head that I'll never be able to do that, right? But that was just me telling myself that, you know? 
Um, and I think that, you know, like during COVID, obviously we had a shift of, you know, just different priorities, right? Yeah. Things changed a lot for so many people across the world, good and bad. I think mm-hmm. there were some, a lot of silver linings to COVID, um, you know, I guess, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, the opportunity, the, I finally looked myself really in the mirror and said like, no, you can do this. You yeah. just like actually have to do it. And then fast forward to maybe being a year into it or so when I was on the podcast with Brian and I was talking about how now I feel like, like you're saying, like opportunity, like the, the world is your oyster and you that don't know. you don't know, but like you have to have that open-minded, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mentality, even though you're terrified and believe me, I wake up in the middle of the night still like, you what know, it's going to be a disaster, you know, there's going to, it's going to be great, you know, I, like, you know, and all the things that can go wrong. I yeah. still do that too. Like I'm neurotic and sane, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I wake up in the morning I'm like, nope. And you're just going to, you know, you just got to do it. Just got to do it. You can't, there's so much to do that if you spend time thinking about how it could go badly, right? you are wasting valuable time that you could be using to make it not go badly. Taking action. Right? Yeah. Right. So it's it's crazy. And it may not open happen overnight. And it also may not happen the way that you think, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's supposed to. Or um, maybe you had like an idea that, you know, probably you thought it was a good idea, yeah. but maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but then other things kind of do, do become, you know, yeah. what where you're supposed to go yeah. in life. So similar to, I think, working in hospitality, which it's like, have you ever worked with someone? I'm sure you have um, in a restaurant where like they start and you're like, these people are not going to make it. Like, yeah. They're not cut out for it. <laughs> but then there's like these people who are like, yeah, this is like a restaurant person. Like they get it. They can do it. You can kind of see it. Same thing with a small business. Right. Same thing with a business in general. Right. There's people who I feel like owning a business, like I should be in a club. Like someone should give me a pin. I should have access to some like, I don't know, magical club that we could go to and talk about these things because no one's going to understand no other one. than other business owners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like try to try to yeah. have this conversation with somebody who doesn't own a business. Right. They're not going to get it. And they just think, you know, not to, you know, just disparage people's mentality, but also, you know, they just think that you're so lucky or yeah. you're, oh, you're rich because you own a business. Always, or oh my whatever. God. I yeah. love that. That is my favorite. <laughs> like, yeah. Because yeah. you know what? I think when we were growing up, if our f- friends, parents own businesses, they probably were very yeah. well off. And things have changed a lot. But too. It, yeah. it is so different. Now. Right, right. Like, I'm competing against Starbucks, guys. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they, they, what they say is true about small local businesses. You're supporting a family's, you know, yeah. ability to send their kids to, to dance classes yeah. and Little League. and Or get some you know, HelloFresh. Or go, exactly, get some pay for Costco. <laughs> Costco was like, I said this the other day, too. Costco was like... I think I spent two hundred and fifty dollars there the other day, and I was like, "What? What'd you did walk I out with? Even get a sweatshirt and some croissants? Paper? I think I don't even know. I walked and I was like, it was the first time. I was like, wow, that okay, things are getting really crazy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like okay, like I can't. They I have this. I have nothing to make for dinner in this car. <laughs> they have this incredible light up. Halloween, not Halloween, Christmas bear at Costco that I saw that I instantly fell in love with. $500 for this uh, light up bear. And I was like, I'm not going to buy this bear for $500. I know. And then I had to keep it moving to the bounty and get my paper towels. Oh my gosh. I know. My daughter's like, oh, they have all the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Up. This is the year, mom, that you can get all this stuff for that. Because she's always like kids when they get to a certain age, they are just always bashing the way that you like decorate. Right. Because right. it's not, it doesn't basically look like a cartoon fairyland. Yeah. So like right now she's mad because I don't have like all of the Halloween stuff that like she would want on the lawn. Right. Right. So then same thing at Costco. She's like, oh, we can get those. And I'm like, I'm we not can make it look nice. $300 on that. <laughs> right. Right. This light up lantern. I don't, I, I don't need this. <laughs> so, but different expectation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what would you say to, to moms out there or anyone listening that um, is thinking about starting a business or um, maybe, you know, has an idea? What has been your experience so far? You can do anything as long as you have your support system. Okay. Whatever that means to you. Right. You know, I don't I don't know how we would have done any of this. First of all, even not owning a business, I don't know how I would even begin to have started raising my child if it wasn't for, you know, my family, my husband's family and our friends. Right. Um, so for me, I was always very like, I can just do things on my own. I don't need anybody. Yeah. Not that I didn't have friends, but I just was like, well, I'm not gonna bother somebody else with my problems. And then 
as I got older and I opened a business and I had a child, I realized that you really need people you can relate to. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you have the support system, you can do anything. Okay. Yeah, it's and so true. That's it. You feel like you have, you know, your people behind you that are, yeah. you know, helping to, yeah. to and, and they want to help you mm-hmm. too. You know, I always used to feel guilty leaving, you know, my son with my mom or like, I'm like, oh, she's mad. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, you put, you flip it. Like I would do that for my kids, I know, you know, I know, if I see them hustling and yes. working and, you know, running businesses, right. of course you're not going to the anything. spa or yeah. play tennis. Like you're going to work. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? So. so it's a totally different, totally different environment, but like you really just, you need that support system. And you know what, even if you don't want to start a business as a mom, when my son was born, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Mm. Like I, postpartum is real in whatever aspect you have it. And I think everybody experiences it. And I didn't have it bad by any means, but like those first, like, especially that first week I was in like, like, I remember telling my husband, like, what if you had to go to work tomorrow? And he's like, but I don't. And I'm like, but what if you did? And he's like, but I don't. And then I was just like bawling crying because I was like thinking like, what if he had to go to work tomorrow? Right. Like these are not, these are not rational thoughts Mm -hmm. or feelings, but it was so nice to have mom friends who had been through it and just kind of, even without me having to say anything, they knew. Right. You know, because as much as our parents are loving and supportive, they don't get the world we live in. Yeah. They lived in a different world. Right. Where you didn't talk about these things. Right. Postpartum didn't exist. Right. And you you know, you, you were blessed to have a baby. That's it. End of story. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, yeah, you're blessed, but like- that was really hard. Can like someone acknowledge that that was really hard? Yes. Like, oh can gosh. someone just come hold this baby so I can go take a nap? I know. Oh my gosh. For me, having those friends and having family was everything. Okay. I, 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 we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do anything. Right. right. So, that's it. Get to these events. Meet yourself some moms, um, and build your tribe and ask for help. Yes. Ask for help. Yes. I like that. You, you have to. Yeah. Because don't don't think you're alone in it, right? You can't you can't do everything. And you know what? Ask your spouse too. Yes. Like my husband's really great with doing stuff around the house, but like some days I'm like, you know, giving my son a bath and running here and doing this. And I'm like, can you get up and do something? Yeah. Because at a point where I'm asking it like that, now I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. But if I would have just asked an hour ago, hey, do you mind going and doing this? He would have been like, Yeah, okay, I'm going. Sometimes dads don't realize. Yes, I think that's an entirely different episode we could talk oh, yes. for hours about. Yes. Um, but you are not alone. Yes. <laughs> like I, when I was leaving for this podcast today, I looked at my husband and I was like, you know, there's you, you could do the dishes. And he's just like, I could, you know. <laughs> like, but at that point, like you're mad. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. you know, we need to work on like, you Me know, too. before we're mad, <laughs> right. being like, Hey, do you mind just doing those dishes? It, the delivery would probably go better. Yeah, good. And then uh, <laughs> my husband would probably maybe do them every once in a while. Perhaps. Because otherwise, or he'll be like, okay, I'm going to go do this and then I'll come back and do these dishes. Well, no, by the time you come back, I would have finished them already. So don't worry about it. Oh my gosh, men. Men. <sighs> they don't get it. Well, at least we're here to <laughs> support <laughs> to, each other. <laughs> to, yeah, to talk about it. To talk about it. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for um, having me. Where, this is fun. Um, where can our listeners follow you and find you? Um, Instagram, Facebook, okay. Prep Coffee, Prep, Prep Coffee. Coffee Co. Okay. Um, and then just come in. Come meet us. So uh, what's the address? It's? Uh, 95 Broad Street. Okay. In Red, Red Bank. Bank. Mm-hmm. And then 3996 uh, Country Road 516 in Old Bridge, Madawan. Old Bridge, Madawan. Yeah, it's like that kind of undefined it's, area. It's both it's, and neither. It's like Middletown and Red Bank. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's Red Bank and yeah. sometimes it's Middletown. And your neighbors across the street live in a different town. Yes, yes. That's a lot of that. Oh, I guess any area. But, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that in Monmouth County. <laughs> yeah. So come come see us. Come, come meet us. And you know what? If you... Ultimately, our whole business is based on community. So add yourself to our community. That's exciting. We'd love to have you. In a few weeks, they'll have the tree lighting. Um, in Red Bank, yeah. So uh, grab a cup of coffee. Do you have hot chocolate? We do. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So we'll definitely yeah. have to pop into prep for for that. It's, yeah. I'm sure. I'm hoping that it's it's good uh, weather night. That's always a fun night. We usually go to that. So hopefully, it'll be a good day. Aww. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, in the coming weeks, uh, just don't make, t- uh, don't forget to check out on the momwithmoms.com. We have our uh, holiday fun guide and then also our fall catering guide for any last minute things you need for Thanksgiving. And then also to place any orders for your holiday dinners. Um, 
this season, lots of good stuff on there. We also have our upcoming uh, second annual holiday festival happening again at Bellworks in Homedale. So we have Santa back from last year, same Santa. Um, we have lots of boutique vendors coming, activities to do for the kids so you can get your uh, Christmas shopping done. You can come and hang out and like we were talking about before, enjoy yourself. Yep. The kids will have fun, run around, bring some friends. Um, so it's always a good time. Lots of people come. So we're excited for that. Uh, and then as always, just make sure to check out the mammothmoms.com calendar. There's always lots of local things to do, community um, events, fairs, festivals, activities, things to do with uh, for mom's night out, things to do with your spouse, your partner. Um, there's uh, lots of stuff happening in Monmouth County. We're very lucky to live in such an incredible community. So make sure to follow us, uh, the Monmouth Moms, on Instagram and on Facebook and subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, if you're listening to our podcast, uh, make sure to like and subscribe and tell your friends um, because we're having a great time and exciting guests on each week. Thanks for listening. Bye.